Welcome back, everybody. It's your boy, Chris Bolton, with another episode of The Checkup with Chris Bolton. I believe this is episode eight. Eight episodes in, man. I appreciate y'all checking back in, listening again. And with this episode, we continue the Deep Dive series. In the Deep Dive series, we will continue with Guard from Furman, Jordan Lyons. Jordan Lyons, certified sniper, marksman. When you watch him play, sometimes I don't know if he's playing basketball or Call of Duty. That's how nice he is with it. That's how nice of a sniper he is with it. He has the gun. Tyler, hey, check, t- tell, tell him about the gun line, boss. He has the burner. Leave him open if you want to. I bet you won't leave him open again. Great shooter. One of the best shooters in this upcoming class. Now, he's six feet, 190 pounds. Not a natural point guard. Not a natural point guard. He averaged, I believe, uh, two assists this past season. He is improving. When it comes to you no know, creating, doesn't mind passing, is a willing passer, will make the right play. But he's definitely a scorer, though. Averaged 16 points a game this past season, also in his junior year. He's a four-year player, grad, just graduated from Furman. But averaged 16 points a game, three rebounds, two assists, and will, will shoot in your face. He does not need much room. He has great elevation on his shot to be able to shoot over taller defenders. Can pull it at, at the three-point line, inside the three-point line, mid-range. Can hit the floater. Or he can pull it from deep. He can pull that thing from Attica. You know the little white volleyball line in high school? The volleyball lines? The one where coach said, hey, you ain't never shooting there? He can pull from consistently at the volleyball line. It don't matter. He has range. Is the winningest all-time player in uh, Furman history. Four straight seasons since he's been there. 20-plus wins a season. High-character person. High-character player. And just... Even though he's undersized... he, He seems to have all the attributes that are needed to... Make up, you know, and, and, and compensate for some of his natural deficiencies as a player. Of course, you know, like I said, he's a marksman. Very solid defender. This, despite his height, he's going to be right there in front of you. Move his feet. Very active. Very smart player. Understands the game. <clears throat> uh, so yeah I just I feel like moving forward with how basketball is and how important the three point line is how important it is to have spacing to have shooters he can work his way into you know being, uh, being on the team He has, I can see himself continuing to grow and be a player that you just, you feel like you have to have on the floor because you know 
he's going to knock down the shot. And he's also improving with when he's playing with the ball in hand when it comes to creating for others. Improving in his pick and roll game, improving his handling um, when it comes to creating his own shot off the handle and also creating for others. There's still room to grow in that aspect, but he's improving. He's putting in the work. And as you guys will hear when um, I played the interview with him that I had with him where we talked, he just seems to have it all together where he knows he knows where he's trying to get to. And he knows what it takes to get to it. He knows he's going to have to put in the work, and that's what he's doing. And those are the kind of players you want. You don't want somebody who's just going to rely on, on natural talent. You want those hard workers. You need those hard workers. Those are the guys you, you need in your locker room. So he he understands all that, and just with how basketball is, man, I can see him being the guy you just have to have on the floor. to. He's going to knock down shots. And even though he's only six feet tall, I say only, uh, like I say, he's 190 pounds. He's he's solid. He, he's going to defend well. And if you shoot over him, I mean, that's that's just how it is. That's 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 basketball. That's the NBA. That's the G League. That's that's as professional ball guys. You can play great defense. But great defense doesn't beat better offense. Sometimes it's going to be guys who just, they knock down the shot. It, y'all seen the meme? It is what it is. I mean, it just happens. That's, that's basketball. That's hoops. But he really seems to be a player who can who can be a, who can make his way and, and have, a, have a nice professional basketball career. And, you know, we'll see. We'll see if he he's able to get his foot in the league and what he does from there. But yeah, coming up next, just gonna play the interview that I had. Me, me and Jordan chopped it up. Man, had a had a great time just talking about college basketball, college days, high school, uh, just you know, his game, just everything. We just we just chopped it up, had a great conversation. So Stay tuned. That's what's finna play next. My interview with Furman guard Jordan Lyons. All right, listeners, we have a very special guest with us. It's the man himself, straight out of Furman University, guard. He holds the school record for most threes made in a season with 105 of them things. He has the winningest four-year run in school history. Four straight 20-plus win seasons. No coach, no other player. Anybody that worked in concessions, do parking. Ain't nobody who's been there that long had that kind of record. Straight out of Peachtree City, Georgia. School leader in threes made is the man himself, Jordan Lyons. Appreciate you joining us, Jordan. Absolutely, man. Appreciate you having me. Looking man, forward no to it. No problems, no problems. So just tell me, uh, man, just how's life been treating you? Man, it's been good, you know. Um, times are crazy right now, but, you know, it's been good just to be able to kind of be home for a little bit and do 
do some reflecting on, you know, my college career and um, enjoy time with my family. You know, this right. is the most time I've had with my family um, in a long time, really since I left for college, honestly, um, mm-hmm. just because, you know, playing college basketball is kind of a year-round deal. So it's been good to be able to spend time with my family and um, just find ways to stay in shape and, and keep my game sharp. So it's been good, though, man. Um, you know, try and find the best, try and find the pop. Right. So that's what I was going to ask you, just uh... – How's training been, been since you just, you just said you're back home? So how mm-hmm. have you been able to train? Um, just been doing like a lot, a lot of cardio, um, you know, just running, just trying to stay lean, stay in shape. Um, you know, I've, I've got a family friend who lives like five minutes from me, um, who has like a, ha- a full half court in his backyard with a shooting gun and everything. So I've been able to go over Yeah, yeah, it's clutch. I've been I've been able to go over there and kind of keep my basketball game sharp in that aspect. But I've actually just now recently, like this past week, I've started to get back into a gym, um, just like one on one. Um, so which which has been really good just to be able to get back in the flow of being in the gym. Um, but a lot of it's just been cardio, just yoga. And just trying to right. keep keep my heart rate up, stay lean, um, stay stay in the best shape as I can during this time. And just talk about, of course, you know, it's nice to get shots up, um, whether it's outside on like the half court or whatever. But just talk about, is, is that much better when you're in that gym? It's just a different element when you're able to train in the gym. Oh, yeah, it's so much different. You know, it's like when you're outside, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm hesitant to just, you know, go as hard as I can just because, you know, I, I, I never, you know, I'm on, you know, kind of concrete out there. So I don't want to mm-hmm. come down, come down wrong on an ankle or something, you know, just being in the gym just gives me a lot more. Uh, it gives, it's a lot better for my mental. Just I'm able to, to go hard. It's what I'm used to. It's what I'm a lot more comfortable with. Um, it's more, more game like. You know, so just being in the gym is a big difference. Now, don't get me wrong, being having that outside, um, having that outside, you know, court was definitely a definitely a blessing. I didn't take it for granted, but just being able to get in the court, get back on the court lately is has been awesome. It's been, you know, it's it's been a while. I went a little while without being able to get in there just due to, you know, everything going on with COVID and social distancing and all that. So it's been good to be able to still social distance and still take the right proper guidelines but you know just be able to slowly start to get back in there and you know it makes a big difference right so let's go back to this past season if um i'm not mistaken you were the lone senior on this year's team correct correct so just tell me what did you learn this year um that you you know being what was it like being the old guy on the team per se you know yeah i mean it was I, I really enjoyed it. You know, it was a it was a uh, a really good test for me. Just you know, I learned so much this year about just leadership and you know being a leader and you know like you said being the old guy. So you know I'm the example and you know you that that example is something that you have to embrace because that's a daily that's a daily a daily task. You know you have younger guys and 
Um, you know, guys were looking at you every single day, watching every move because they, you know, they know that they're going to be in your shoes um, at one point. So you just want to do nothing but leave the right example and leave leave a positive example. So it was great for me, man. I, I learned so much about leadership that um, it's great for me in basketball, but it's it's stuff that I'll be able to carry with me for the rest of my life. And, um, you know, in every aspect of just being a man, which was so great for me. And um, to be able to do it with great teammates and in a great program uh, with great coaching staff, you know, it was really it was really an honor to be able to have that, have that role for the team. And, you know, it was just, just an everyday thing, just an everyday, everyday mission to just try and set the best example I can for the program and just leave the program in much better hands than it was when I got there. And that's something right. that I really tried to embrace this year. Now, is there a story you could tell us, like, as with you being a senior and you just, you're in the locker room and you just, you look at the guys, you're like, man, look, look at these knuckleheads right here. Is there, is there any kind of story you could tell us about, you know, being the older guy looking at your, your uh, teammates just wild out? Uh, um... <laughs> I don't know if there's a specific story. I mean, I know there's there was definitely times where, you know, I would be in the locker room and, you know, maybe we just finished uh, a really tough conditioning or we finished uh, a really tough preseason practice or whatever. And, and a lot of the mm-hmm. young guys were extremely tired. You know, body language might not have been as great. And I, I, I remember just looking at them and, and just – reminiscing back to when I was in their shoes, you know, when I was young, when I when I was a young guy. And, you know, it was the same thing for me, you know, and it's just crazy how, mm-hmm. you know, the best I think the best thing the best teacher in college basketball is experience. So, you know, the 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 older you get, you know, the more you realize how you you can you have more in the tank. You know, like you mm-hmm. you, you can do more. Like you can push yourself more. And, like, the older you get and the more adversity you face and the more things you overcome, you know, the older you get, the longer you're in the in the game, you know, you start to realize that about yourself. So, I just – it's just funny, you know, as four years have gone by, you know, I can look at my freshmen and I can remember when I was a freshman and then just to see the growth that I had now, you know, as a senior, it makes me excited for them. Mm-hmm. Because I know they'll have the same kind of growth. And it's a learning process. You know, like college basketball is a learning process. You know, like your first year, first two years, or I mean, you're learning all of them. But especially your first, really your first, your first year for sure. And even parts of year two, you know, like it's just so different than anything you've been accustomed to. And it's just such a learning experience. But um, that's that's what I would say, you know, just looking at them, just remembering out. I was in their shoes when I was in their shoes at one point and just seeing right. the growth I've made and just being excited for them to make the same growth. Now, let's go back to your junior year, the 2018-2019 season. Mm-hmm. You guys had one of the, one of the best seasons in school history. You know, finished 25 and 8. Y'all beat Nova that year. Climbed y'all's way to the top 25 mm-hmm. uh, polls and you go to the NIT. Just talk about the, you know, the ride that season was. Man, it was, um, it was special. It really was special. And, you know, I, I don't, it's, it's crazy. Cause like at the beginning of the season, I mean, nobody, 
would have told you that that's that's what we would have done, you know. And you know, we were coming mm-hmm. off of coming into my junior year, we we're coming off of losing four seniors. Um, two were two were all league. One was a former player of the year. Um, the other one was our start. One of one of the other ones was a starting point guard. Like we lost, we lost a lot of production after that year. So everybody around the league and everybody around the country was talking about how we were gonna fall off this and that. And you know, I, I just remember in the spring and summer, you know, we just had a mentality that like we're not falling off. Like we're we're gonna be better, and we're just gonna work. And it doesn't matter what anybody says. Um, but we're going to work and our work and our preparation is going to prepare us to be able to have a phenomenal year. And um, our coach did a great job of putting a really good non-conference schedule together that was going to test us. And I just remember we had a really great summer. We had a really, really good preseason. And, you know, the, the thing with that team was there was no egos on that team. Like that mm-hmm. team, we mm-hmm. we all bought in to the system. We bought in. We bought into what our roles were. Um, we just wanted to win, and we just wanted to win together. And that made that made playing with each other so much better. That made us be have the ability to be so much more successful because we had no egos. And I remember just going into the season, you know, we played Loyola Chicago's second game of the year, and at, mm-hmm. in Chicago, they were coming off their Final Four run, and. It was one of those things where nobody thought we were going to win except ourselves. And we just went in there with belief and confidence and, and love for each other. And we got it done. And it was an awesome moment. And then two games later, went up to Villanova, um, you know, defending national champions, number eight in the country. Um, mm-hmm. And it was the same thing. Just that night, the, the team chemistry, trust, um, you know, love for each other, bond that we had um, was phenomenal. It was something, it was unlike anything I've ever been a part of. And, you know, throughout that whole game, uh, we I could look at my teammates and coaches and, and tell that, you know, the belief was there no matter what adversity we were going through. We always thought we were going to win the game. And, you know, we just stuck together, played together. And, you know, we took them to overtime and ended up getting the win on the road. And, you know, that was a program-changing night. Um, that, that night will be remembered in Furman history forever. And that once we did that, we were like, okay, man, like we really have something special here. You know, like, let's not get complacent. You know, let's keep it pushing. And we ended up, you know, starting 12-0. and 0. And, and getting up to number 23 in the nation. And, you know, it was just a fun ride. And ended up playing in the NIT, which was so much fun. We had a home game, played Wichita State, storied program, Greg Marshall, Hall of Fame coach. You know, it's taking mm-hmm. Wichita to Final Fours. You know, it was awesome to have them come into, come into Timmins Arena, our arena, <laughs> and host host them for an NIT game. It was a phenomenal game. Like, the environment was great. That was just a really special year. Um, really, really special year. It's definitely a year that'll be remembered in Furman basketball history forever. And during that same year, you you have your game pretty much 
your coming out party and put yourself, you know, in, in the national spotlight when you have made uh tied the NCAA record with 15 made threes in the game. Just okay. did 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 anything feel different? I know you remember that day. Like did oh, yeah. anything feel different about that day leading up to the game? You know, it's crazy is like that whole day. I mean, it's kind of I went through the same preparation. I was you know, shot in the morning with my position coach. Just we had a little shooting routine we were doing the morning of. Um, you know, preparation was pretty much the same. You know, went to class. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, had walk through film and but in warm ups of the game, I, I just felt super locked in. I don't. I. I. I just kind of found my stroke pretty early in warm ups and. I just felt felt really locked in. I felt really good going into the game, and I came out and made my first three, and it was pretty early. Mm-hmm. It was pretty early, like I want to say it was either before the first media or right after the first media timeout. I was already three for three, so it was kind of early, and you know I just felt myself that rhythm that I was just talking about in, in warm ups. I felt it translate right into the game, like it didn't go away in between warm-ups in the game. Mm-hmm. I just felt it translate in there. And it was kind of just, I was just in rhythm. And my te- my teammates were just finding me. And coach was just drawing drawing good action up to get me into some space. And, like, my teammates just trusted me. And my coaches trusted me. And, um, you know, I wasn't even thinking about it during the game. You know, I didn't even realize. I was really, I was yeah, really I, just I was playing. Did it click at all? Did, anybody, did somebody have to tell you, hey, bro, you, you, you wilding out. You, you almost got a run. I really didn't even know. I mean, at halftime, when we came back out at halftime and we were warming up, um, the announcer on the PA said that I had uh, broke the school record for threes in the game because I had nine at halftime. And I didn't even know. I didn't mm-hmm. even know I had nine. I, I honestly didn't. I didn't know that until I heard him say it. He said I broke the school record for threes in the game then. So I had nine then. And then and even when he said that, when we started the second half, I wasn't even thinking about it. I was just playing. And I still had rhythm. And I think once I got to once I got to twelve, we were in the timeout and Coach Richie came in and said, I mean, at this point we were up pretty substantially. And um he came in the huddle and said, Look, Jordan's three threes away from tying the NCAA record. He's like, this is a once-in-a-lifetime thing. So he's like, you know, kind of look for him if you can, but, like, don't go out of your way. Like, still play the game the right way, but just kind of know that he's three away. And at that that's when I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, I didn't know what the record was. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I didn't know. I didn't know the record was 15. Like, I had no idea. That's not something that, you know, I, I dreamed of. You know, I, I just play. I just play, mm-hmm. play the game, you know, so... When he said that, I was like, "Wow!" And then I ended up being able to get three more and tying it. It was pretty, pretty special for real. It was pretty. It was a pretty surreal night, definitely. Um, it was, it was pretty awesome. And has there any, has there been any other time where you've been that locked in? Like, can you think of a high school game or uh, was there a, a day? Yeah, that, my high school. Where you were that locked in? Yeah, in high school, my junior year. We were playing the region championship. Yeah, I think that game I went 11 for 13 from three in the region championship. And I think I finished I finished with 43. 
I went 11 for 13 from three. And that was our school's first region championship. So the first time we the first time we won one. Um, but that game, I was super, super locked in. And even, to be honest with you, the Villanova game, even though I, I didn't have 40 or 50, I had 17, but I was – that whole game, just the way we, the way the whole program was locked in, that game was just, was just unbelievable. I mean, we were so locked in, mm-hmm. we were so locked in that game, just um, dialed in to every every little detail possible. And I think that's a big contributor why we were able to get that win. And so, I mentioned earlier that you set a school record for threes in a season, so. Of course, Furman, and you also had the, the 15 threes in the game. So Furman has been great for you to showcase your shooting abilities. What is it about the system, this offense, that allowed you to, you know, ball out like mm-hmm. you did? I think it's Coach Richie really just trusts – he trusts his players. You know, he he gives us freedom. And, you know, the system that we have, um, all five all five people are always touching the ball. The ball – we pride ourselves on ball movement. Um, spacing, cutting, you know, finding the right shot. We pride ourselves on really trying to, really trying to confuse defenses. So that just opens up a lot of a lot of driving lanes. It opens up a lot of penetration and kicks. It opens up a lot of skips. You know, the ball's just always moving. Mm-hmm. And coach, coach empowers us with a lot of freedom, and he empowers us with a lot of confidence. He never wants us out there playing tight. He never wants us out there thinking. He wants to just play, just playing off the of instincts out there. And to have a, a head coach who really, who truly empowers that in in his players, it makes a big difference. And you know, I think the system we just pride ourselves on moving the ball, playing fast up and down, and, and just getting great shots. And it also helps that he loves a three ball. So you know, we we get we shoot threes every single day. Um, that's a big part of what Furman mm-hmm. basketball does: the three ball. Um, so he he gives us a lot of confidence to shoot the three ball, which works which works to a lot of our strengths, especially mine for sure. So, you know, he just empowers us with that trust, and that confidence, and that freedom, and we just move the ball and play together. And it's crazy how when you play together and you move the ball, like it, it always ends up working out better for yourself. Like when you trust it, when you trust right. it, and just trust the system, trust the process, trust the ball movement. Like just trust, trust the system. It's gonna work out better for yourself than trying to go get yours. And you know that's something that our our team and programs bought into. That's why we're able to just get great looks, and that's why we're always a, a very good offensive offensive team. It turns into a everybody eats type of situation. You Absolutely, know, you don't have to worry about getting yours. It's going to come. No around. doubt. And so. How that's a beautiful thing too for y'all to be able to play so free and so loose, but also y'all y'all able to do that because y'all know the game. So coach really prioritized y'all like knowing mm-hmm. the game so y'all could be able to do that. Absolutely. Right. I mean, he's big on coach is big on like film development. He's big on you getting in getting in not only on the court, but he's big on you getting in the film room with your position coaches and you know, and it's not all, it's not all about growing your game physically, but just mentally is is just just as important. And he's all about he's mm-hmm. all about growing as a player in all type of ways, mentally and physically. So, yeah, I mean, you definitely have to know the game, and you got to know 
when you know the system and you study the system, that helps out. That helps out a lot too. Because um, you know, you know where your teammates are going to be in certain actions. You know, you know what to look for in, in, in certain ball screen coverages. You know what to look for from the defense in certain actions. You know, it's all film work. Film work helps all that out. You know, it helps your IQ so much. And, you know, we have a lot of guys who have just bought into that. And, you know, since we've all mm-hmm. bought into that, it's a big reason why we've been able to win 20-plus games the last four years. That's what I was going to bring up next. Just, you are able to, for yourself, you are, like, you know, part of the winningest four-year run in school history. No other player has had a time where they won 20-plus games in their career but besides you. So, I know you don't want to make this about yourself, but what do you think about you made this run possible for the school? Um, you know, I think for me, I just, from the, from the even from the moment I came in um, as a freshman, I'm just... I'm a really, I'm a really uh, uh, emotional, emotional guy. So I play with a lot of emotion. I play with a lot of passion. I'm very vocal. So, you know, I even, I started doing that as a freshman. You know, I didn't start as a freshman. I played about 17, 18 minutes a game. You know, I was about the sixth, seventh man. Um, but I was still very vocal. You know, I, I would say what I, I would say what I saw. You know, I always try to empower my teammates with belief and and confidence, even as a young as a young cat. And I think for me, you know, just bringing that energy, I always just try to pride myself on bringing positive energy day in and day out, no matter what we were doing, whether we were in the weight room or whether we were conditioning and practice, um, in games, whatever it was. I just tried to empower my empower my team with positive energy and positive belief. You know, as I got older and my role increased and, you know, my junior year when I really became a leader and um, leading into my senior year, being a lone senior, you know, I really, really, really just tried to pride myself on bringing positive energy every day and just putting confidence and belief in, into my teammates, just the belief that we can get anything done that we want to get done and we we can compete with anybody um, empowering my teammates that you're here for a reason, you know, like you're on the court for a reason, like, you know what I'm saying? Believe in yourself, play free, play confident. Um, I think for me, that that's just my passion and my energy and, and my enthusiasm and emotion mm-hmm. is what I tried to bring over a four year, four year period, aside from anything, you know, on the court wise. Right. Now, let's go back to your high school days. Just how was it living in Peachtree City, coming up in Peachtree City? It was great, man. Peachtree City is a really, a really, really nice city. It's very family-oriented. Um, it's great, man. I grew up, you know, playing all sports here. and I moved here when I was nine. So I live in, I live in Indiana before this for eight and a half years and I moved here when I was nine and you know made friends instantly through school and through sports you know rec leagues and it's cool because a lot of the people I grew up playing in um you know rec basketball baseball football you know I'm I still know to this day and still follow to this day and it's cool now to see you know we're mm-hmm. all now we're all at the point where we're all you know 21 22 23 
24 and we're all, you know, going into our own careers and our own journeys and our own paths. And it's been so cool to just see the people I grew up with, you know, find their passions and find what, what they like to endeavor. But it's, it's a great city, man. It, it really, it really was really been, really been a blessing to grow up here, you know, great people around here and mm-hmm. um, schools, educations, really, really good. And, you know, it was, it was fun. I've enjoyed it. I've, it's been a good spot to grow up in, for sure. And what was the hooping scene like? There was, um, you know, I played AAU for a team, like, that, that was up north, north of Atlanta. So, my AAU, I didn't, I only played school ball down here. I didn't play AAU with mm-hmm. any anybody from down here. My AAU, I played on the same AAU team for six or seven years in a row and they're all from Gwinnett County which is north of Atlanta um but school ball I mean school ball was fun we had a competitive region down here um there's let me see I think five high schools here in um in Fayette County Mm -hmm. but only two were in only McIntosh and our which is where I went and my rival high school Stars Mill were in were in the region I was in so, um, you know, we, we got to travel a little bit. You know, we had a good region, South Side, a lot of South Side schools of Atlanta around here. So we had a competitive region. And school ball was fun. You know, school ball was fun. But AAU was awesome. AAU was AAU was, was phenomenal. And we played on a played on a very good team. He played all over the country. Um, got to play I played against top level right. top level players. I played against numerous players in in the NBA now. Um, numerous players playing in college right now so I played against all all type of talent and so growing up just being a hooper in Georgia in general was has been great for me who who's some of the what's who's the tough the toughest comp you come across that you got to play in, in the circuit you know just just in your time in, in AAU or in college or what we'll say let's say uh AAU and also, you know, who you might have played in high school for Mexico. AAU. Mm, we played so many, so many nice teams. Um, <laughs> my 17U year, uh, the Georgia Stars team we played, they won Peach Jam. They were loaded. They had like, Jared Harper, Brandon Robinson, Udoka Azabuki, Wendell, Wendell Carter. Mm-hmm. Um, big, big, uh, yeah, big, big Ike <laughs> that plays at Seton Hall now. He went to Florida State out of high school. Yeah, they, they were tough. tough. They won uh, Peach Jam that year. Trent Forrest that played at Florida State. Yeah, oh, that team yeah, was loaded. Yeah. Um, they were tough. Yeah, they, they were tough. They were tough. And then the best college team I've ever played was my sophomore year. We played at Duke. They were uh, number one in the country at the time. That's when they had uh, mm-hmm. they had um, uh, Trayvon Duvall at the one, Gary Trent, Grayson Allen, Marvin, oh, yeah. Marvin Bags, Bagley, Marvin Wendell Bagley. Carter. Um, we played we played them yeah. my sophomore year. I got to guard Grayson Allen for a little bit. That was awesome. That was awesome for me. <laughs> um, it was a great experience. But playing in Cameron Indoor was a phenomenal experience. I'll never forget it. Um, just it was that was an awesome experience. 
that's something you kind of dream oh, absolutely. about. Absolutely, we all you know see how great Duke is growing up, and you you want to play in that kind of environment. Absolutely, I was fortunate to play in a lot of really good environments in college. We played every year. I played in a lot, a lot, a lot of really, really, really good high level environments, which was awesome. Now, in high school, I read that you were you know pretty highly recruited. But just talk about why you chose uh, Furman. You know, what what was the deciding factor mm-hmm. in going to Furman? Um, for me, I think it was I built a really good relationship with Coach Richie, who's our head coach now. He's been he was the head coach my sophomore, junior, and senior year. But even he was a, he was an assistant when I was being recruited. Um, and the head coach then was the head coach, my freshman year coach, Medved, who's the, he's the head coach at Colorado mm-hmm. State now. Um, but I built a really good relationship with them uh, while they recruited me. You know, I trusted their vision for me. I trusted their process. Um, Furman's a very good academic school. Um, so, you know, that degree um, that I just got is very powerful as well. So, you know, that was that was awesome to be able to get the best of both worlds. And I knew, <clears throat> so when I was being recruited, Furman was on the turn, basketball, basketball-wise. Mm-hmm. So they, my junior mm-hmm. year is when they started recruiting me. They finished their regular season last in the SOCON, 10th. Um, they, they had one, they had one like eight games. And then in the conference tournament, I don't know if, you remember this or anything, but they made a magical run all the way, all the way to the ship. So they were playing for it for an NCAA tournament, uh, NCAA tournament berth, and they lost to Wofford by one possession, and uh, in the conference championship. So they finished the year with like eleven wins, but they made a run to the conference ship, and they were very young. They were starting four freshmen, um, they're very young, and then. That's when they started recruiting me, and I I was tuned into them then. Um, But that's when I saw, you know, the end of the year, I saw a little, I saw a little, I saw a little, a little turn happen. And then my sophomore, I mean, uh, my senior year of high school, they won 19 games. Um, So they they really turned it around Mm -hmm. and won 19 games, and they were still pretty young. And uh, I knew that I was going to be able to come in and contribute right away, but I knew that there was a lot of good players that were still going to be there. So I knew I was really going to have to work. And that was really important to me. I didn't want to go to a place where, you know, it was, it was, it was, yeah. You no, just want to hand it to I you. wanted you to grind for it because for I knew, I knew what my ultimate goal was to be a professional. So I knew that I believed that the best, the best way to prepare myself for that was to go to a situation where I was going to have to, where I was going to have to scrap and I was going to have to grind I was gonna have to fight, and I ended up doing that. I ended up carving a role as a freshman, really the first guard off the bench, and played about 17, 18 minutes. And you know, I was able to just have a increase my role every single year. And you know, that was that was big time for me, just going to a spot where I knew I could contribute right away. But I knew I knew that opportunity was gonna be there, but I knew it wasn't gonna be handed to me. And I knew I was gonna have to go grind and go work for it. And that was really that was really important. And you, you just mentioned, you know, you your goal was you wanted to become a professional. So let's just kind of talk about your game. Of course, you're six feet, uh, 190 pounds, um, great shooter, get high elevation on your shot. 
was that something that have you always shot like that because I, I just noticed that you really get some height and some hops on your shot. So that kind of helps <laughs> you be able to elevate over people with you just being yeah, six feet ab- tall. Absolutely. In, in the you know, being world. a quote unquote small guard height wise, um, you know, there's there's certain advantages um, that you can use um, from only being six feet. Um, you know, I, I definitely elevate a lot on my jumper. Um, it allows me to get be able to shoot over people because um, for me personally, I, I don't need a lot of room to get my shot off. Um, you know, I, I can lock mm-hmm. in on my target pretty quickly, and I can I can elevate and I can get it up and I can hit. So um, I don't really need a lot of space. So just elevating, be elevating, you know, gives me the opportunity to to shoot. You know, with less with less less separation because I can I can elevate I can elevate and get my shot mm-hmm. off over people and you know I've kind of always been a always been a shooter that's that's something I've always I've always worked on really really heavy is being able being able to to hit from the perimeter you know the last couple of years I've really tried to add to my games just get into the basket get into the mid-range you know try to do more off the bounce um, but shooting has always been Shooting's always been, uh, always been my, always been my strong suit. It's always been what I've done, you know, the best. Um, but yeah, elevating, you're definitely just trying to elevate, you know, get as much, get as much power into my jump shot as possible, you know, get as much of my legs into it as possible, and be able to elevate and shoot over people. And also, you know, of course, you're a great shooter. You can shoot off the jab. Catch and shoot off the off ball screens. Even though know, dribble size up can pull up in people's faces off of doing a little size up, and even and in transition, do you have a favorite type of three point mm. shot? I mean, like it, the, actually, the transition, the transition threes are are definitely. If it's not my favorite, it's definitely one of them. The transition three, you got to have a lot of confidence mm-hmm. to pull them. Like off the bounce, um, but right. know, Coach Richie gave me that confidence to pull them, and it's kind of one of those things where you know I always have to be tired. If you make it, like you, you don't have to worry about it. You know, like if you make it, like no one's gonna say anything about it. You know, if you get if you get the three points, and mm-hmm. if you believe in yourself and you're confident, and you're confident, <laughs> um, you know, pull it and. You know, so that's I like the transition threes. I also like just kind of size up threes. I kind of like this triple threat. You know, give you a jab, get into your body, maybe one more jab, and just and just rise up over you. Um, I like I like I, mm-hmm. I really like mm-hmm. shooting off a of, off a of no dribble, like just triple threat, just sizing up, just create space off footwork, off using using the ball and just kind of rise up over you. Where you're not expecting it and shooting it, but I like all threes. You know, I like, I like, I like all. For I so. like all For threes, so. man. I love. Them. <laughs> we we can yeah, tell man. Them I love. That you like I like. Threes. I like all the threes, man. <laughs> I, I'll shoot them any way, any way we can get them. Hey, it's it's funny though. You make a good point about the transition three though. The the funny thing about that is, 
a lot of times you're not going to get a agreed. A lot, a lot of times that will be the best agreed. You get in the possession, especially a lot of times the transition off the dribble. You're like you're so, going to be open. You know, like it's all mm-hmm. as long as you mm-hmm. get your rhythm right, your footwork right, and you just elevate and just knock it down, have a good balance. Like I think it's a good shot, depending on who you are, obviously. You know, depending on who you are and what your right, right. what your role within the team in is. Co- Coach got to give you the green or the For red. Sure, yeah. you, you, you know, know which one you like, got. You'll you'll know you'll know if you're <laughs> you'll know if you if you should be taking it or not. But if you're confident, man, I I love it. I love that shot. I mean, shoot, I I think it's a good shot if you're in balance, rhythm, elevate. You know, get it off clean. You know, I think it's I, knock it down. Knock it down. Now, you also have NBA range. I, that Auburn game this past season, you pulled that thing. You pulled that bad boy from the eight. Uh, you, you, you was out there. <laughs> you was out there. You pulled it from the A in the Auburn game. So, just tell me, like, how how long has it taken you to develop this, this type of range you have? Because a lot of people can pull it from deep and sometimes hit. But you have consistent So, NBA actually – um, my AAU coach actually started working with me probably in about the eighth grade on really shooting deep. So, like, my AAU coach would empower me to shoot deep from, like, the eighth grade on. And it's actually, like, really unique how he did it. Because I was, like, 14 shooting, like, way beyond the, way beyond the line. Because he would he would – he would work on it with me and he would empower it with me and give me that confidence. Like he wanted me to shoot it. And so I've been shooting deep for a while. And it's one of those things where like when I do shooting workouts, I always kind of, you know, sprinkle in deep threes in my workouts, you know, even if it's just at the end, um, you know, at the end, just mm-hmm. back up mm-hmm. and just hit a certain amount from deeper range um, I've kind of just done that over the years. So, you know, it's just accumulated over the years. Um, I've always liked I've always liked shooting deeper because people don't want to come guard you out there, you know. So if you hit one or two deeper, now they have to come out there and respect it. So now it opens up so it opens up so much more mm-hmm. for your game. It gives you more space to create off the bounce. You know, it gives you a more lethal a more lethal shot fake be able to get into the paint make make plays for yourself right. or make plays for others you know it just add it just adds hit yeah, somebody with it a just adds now you can blow to your game if you can if you can if you can play with some range and it allows you to be able to do more for yourself and for your teammates and you know it's something that I've just kind of over the years just working on over the years kind of just accumulated to where now I've I've got pretty good range and you know I'm gonna keep I'm gonna continue to work to get it even deeper now. So you know, I'm never, never gonna be content with it. I always want to keep working and always get better. So I'm just gonna keep working to, to keep trying to improve it. Now, how do you see your game transitioning to the next level? You know, with your ability to shoot, shoot, shoot from deep. Um, you you worked on your ability to to drive and finish. You are you are a little undersized, and you seem to be better suited off ball. You know, with your ability to catch and shoot and everything. 
Um, but how do you just see your overall game transitioning, whether it's, you know, to the NBA, the G League, mm-hmm. just wherever you I see it transitioning uh, well. Um, I can shoot the ball really well. I can score. Um, I can I can do I can do a lot of the bounce too. You know, I'm I'm a really willing passer. Um I'm not a selfish player. I love mm-hmm. to see my teammates eat because they my teammates work hard, work hard just like I do. And they're 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 out there for a reason and they deserve their looks as well. So I'm a very willing passer. Um, you know, I'm working a lot right now on doing doing more off the bounce facilitating wise and um scoring wise just to be able to be a dual threat guard i can play on and off the ball and you know at the next level i definitely see myself being able to play on and off the ball and i, I just want to be as versatile as possible um for teams you know to catch and shoot and playing off the ball is always going to be there with the way i can shoot and, and be electric from the perimeter and you know, I can score. I can score in, mm-hmm. in multiple ways. You know, kind of at all three levels. Whether it's getting to the paint and finishing with a floater, or finishing through some contact, or pulling up in the mid range. You know, mid mid range pull up and then the three ball. You know, I can kind of score at all three levels. So, I see my game transitioning pretty well. You know, I'm I'm a guy who I'm I'm all about accepting what my role is and maximizing maximizing um, my role to the best of its ability. So whatever situation I get put in, um, they're going to get the hardest worker and they're going to get somebody who just wants to do whatever they can do to contribute to winning. And that's what it's all about for me and just being the best I can be um, and just contributing to winning in whatever way is possible. Um, I see my game transitioning pretty well. I see myself being a dual threat guard and I also... Also, I'm only six feet, but I'm 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 pretty strong. So I, I really like to I like to get in people. I like to get in people defensively. Yeah. Um. You know. So I, I like to I like to sit down on defense and, and and you know try and play with active hands and try and cause some disruption on defense. So I can play both sides of the ball. So you know I'm I'm looking forward to it, man. Whatever role I whatever situation I get put into. Um, they're gonna get a hard worker. They're gonna get a guy who wants to win more than anything. They're gonna get somebody who 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 does whatever who do, who mm-hmm. who's gonna do whatever he can do to to help the franchise win. And you mentioned uh, that you're really strong and everything, especially for your size. Because I I see you're 190. Like, did you have that um, that mindset? that mentality for you to be able to be as strong as you are despite you know even though you're just you know six feet tall you, you wanted to make sure you have the strength to be able to kind of finish in, in the lane to be able to defend some of the taller yeah, absolutely. guards absolutely you know like being being you know five out of six feet you know I, I've, I've always wanted to be a strong guard somebody who can hold their own you know finish in the paint you know I, that that also helps defensively too. You know when people try and get in, get into my body, um, offensively I, I can hold I can hold my ground on D. Mm-hmm. I can't move my feet and cut somebody off and, and and absorb contact and still be right there. You know so that I've definitely prided myself on on wanting to be strong and being be lean, um, be able to move, jump, be quick. You know I've definitely. Pride of myself on trying to just have the 
have the best body I can have. I just tried to, you know, work on my body. I've had an unbelievable strength and conditioning coach, you know, in college at Furman. So um, he, he worked really hard um, for us. You know, every all of our plans were individualized. So he, he had individual plans for everybody and what our body tailored to what our specific body needs. So his plan for me was was phenomenal. He did a he did a really good job with me and getting my body right and getting um getting getting my body in the best shape that it's been in. So definitely wanted to be strong though, you know. I'm not six seven. Um so you know if I'm gonna give up mm-hmm. if I'm gonna give up some height, you know, I definitely wanna be able to make up for it with my body frame. How and just uh, how's the process been as you know as we get ready for the upcoming draft? Like a lot of the the camps that you know would take place before the draft have been uh, you know canceled because of COVID nineteen. So just talk about how has the process been for you personally as you try to prepare to um, you know for mm-hmm. being in contact with teams and yeah, and, man. And find I mean, out it's been it's holds. been good. You know, it's. You know, since there's uncertainty in what, you know, leagues are trying to figure out what they're going to do. You know, nobody's playing right now. You know, leagues are working, working really hard to try and figure out their plan. So, you know, just that alone gives me so much ambition and so much, you know, so much drive just because when the opportunity comes, I want to be ready, you know. And, you know, that that's that's been my whole <laughs> That's been my whole pro- thought process during this whole during this whole quarantine and <clears throat> process and all that. It's just just stay ready. Just be ready. Just work work while you wait and and work right now. So when the opportunity comes, whenever it does, um, I'll be ready. You know, I've I've got an agent who's been he's been working hard for me and he's been on the phone with people and you know he's doing he's doing he's doing his part so I've gotta do mine. And you know, we're gonna work together and you know, I just wanna be ready. So everything with me is just staying ready and you know when that opportunity comes, so I'll be ready for it. Man, so Definitely sounds like you have your head locked on straight, and you're you're doing what you got to do to to be ready for that opportunity. And um, I just I just know there's gonna be great things coming that, up for man. you in the future, man. So I really appreciate you. Hey, it's it's no problem. I really appreciate you taking out the time no to just you know chop it up with me. Tell us you know about yourself. You know, give give your story and and just tell us how things have been, and you know. We're definitely gonna be looking. I out appreciate and, it, man. Thank where you. your journey takes. I, I I enjoyed it, man. I really did. And appreciate you, and man, I guess yes, sir. We'll just we'll just stay in touch. So this is all I got for you. And, Sounds uh, good, man. Appreciate we'll you. Just holler at you later. All right, boss. You too. No problem. You have a good one.